0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Thanks for being a part of it and allowing it to be a part of you. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17 with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Don't forget to listen to KJM on your smart speaker. So we got the decision when it comes to Deshaun Watson, 11 games this year being suspended, a $5 million fine. And guys, I'll throw this at both of you guys. You guys played in this league. You understand exactly what it's like to try to get back. And essentially, Deshaun Watson is going to be out almost two full seasons in the National Football League. Keith, how long do you think it's going to take for Deshaun Watson to get back to the football player that we saw when he's a member of the Houston Texans?
1: Well, I would probably say based on now, what is he, 11 games, he'll do football, <clears throat> he'll do football acclimated things While he's suspended, he's still in training camp with the team until August 30th, so he'll get a little reps, whatever it may be. He'll go on his own. I would probably say it'll take him two weeks because really all it is is the speed. Everything else is is fine. It's the speed of the game. Him understanding and his body, his mind, reactionary time, those sort of things, I I would say two weeks. So I'll say – do I think Deshaun Watson can get can
2: get back to what he was? Yes, I do. But the time frame for me is to be determined. Uh, because one thing we do know, Key, is that you can't mimic game speed or game-like situations while you're away from the game. No. And we actually seen that, even though I don't harp too much on, and you even said this on the first preseason game, but we have seen that in the first preseason game. Now, you had some drops in there, Anthony Swartz. I know – Deshaun Washington probably should have a meet with him about catching the football.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the first preseason game, you could imagine he was off the field. He hadn't been on the field for a year. Over
2: 500 and something.
1: Yeah, and, and, and you could just nice. imagine, you know, nerves, oh, you yeah. know, all the... Well, you
2: you could tell it was a lot of weight on his shoulders yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. being out there. But I will say this, I do think he can get back to what he was. Oh, absolutely.
0: I just don't know when that would be. To me, it's not going to be until 2023. Because, and here's why, and Key, I hear what you're saying in terms of, we know the kind of ability and talent that he has that he brings to the table. He single-handedly balled out for the Houston Texans, and that organization completely quit on him on and off the football field. He still went out there and put up those kind of numbers week in and week out when it came to, the, to that year with the Houston Texans. But you guys, and you mentioned the speed of the game, Keyshawn, after being out essentially for two years, to me, two weeks is not going to be enough where he gets back into that kind of rhythm. Well, I guess –
1: I guess, I'll, as they say, I'll scratch that. Okay. Let me rephrase it, kid. Okay, <laughs> you, you are
3: probably
1: you are probably more right than me in terms of twenty twenty three. I'm just talking about him being able to be sharp, okay, and better than he was in the first preseason game because he's not playing the whole season. If he was playing the whole season then I would say the same sort of thing. It's going to take him a couple of weeks, but he's going to, over time he's going to get better and better and better. He's going to run out of time this year because he's only going to have a handful of games that he's going to be able to play in. So if we're looking at Deshaun Watson, Pro Bowl, All-Pro, you know, 5,000-yard passing Deshaun Watson, that would certainly be 2023.
2: Yeah, that's the only reason why I say to be determined, just because I remember what Deshaun Watson looked like before he got hurt. I remember oh, yeah. seeing him against... You know the Buffalo Bills and being Houdini. I remember mm-hmm. seeing him um, against the Kansas City Chiefs before Bill O'Brien decided that he wanted to make bonehead play calls uh, <laughs> and let the Kansas City Chiefs get an opportunity to come back and win that football game. So I remember seeing him what, and what he looks like and the impact that he had. I remember play, I, I remember being with the Houston uh, with the Tennessee Titans, right? And I think the the first time our defense prepared for Deshaun Watson. We're thinking we're preparing for the offense that we've seen. I think he, I think he only had one game prior to that,
1: right? Mm -hmm. They had like man, they
2: came out there doing that stuff. He did at Clemson. He put a fifty piece up on us, (laughs) an easy fifty piece. (laughs) So I remember vividly. I remember up and close and personal what that looked like. So I just think it's going to take some time. Some time. That's why I say to be determined.
1: There's only two quarterbacks that I can remember. Freddie, you're a little older than me, so you may have some in your hip pocket. But there's only two guys that I can remember that missed time, significant time, yeah. and came back and looked somewhat like themselves in a short amount of time. Randall Cunningham retired and was chilling. Yep. Came back and bombs one. away.
0: That's a good one. And then
1: Mike Vick spent the time that he spent mm-hmm. in away uh, when he was incarcerated. Right. And then it took him about a year to really get going again, and eventually when Andy Reid and company inserted him back into the lineup, he somewhat looked like Mike Vick, the experience
0: again. Yeah, those are the only two. That's the only two that I could think of. That's the only two that I can remember. That
1: played that position. How how many years
2: after that was it when when Vick went to Washington? That was a year. That was a year.
1: And he threw... Open the night
2: he threw um deshaun jackson was, was was he with the eagles no he was with the eagles, the eagles. and he threw that that bomb the Bulls, to the post yeah. yes that, that was, that was that, opening night that okay, was about yeah. two
0: that was about two and a half years from was it Two and a half from the falcons that's the I to the jail time and then when the eagles signed him. oh it was about yeah two and yeah and yeah, yeah
1: yeah two and a half year mm-hmm. no, no 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 that was it was against Washington. it was
0: three it was two it was, years layoff right it was so really it was three nfl seasons but it was really, time-wise, two and a half years. But it was yeah, but three that, NFL seasons, about, for Vic.
1: Yeah, it was three seasons mm-hmm. because the time in, the time incarcerated. Yep. Then he sat behind McNabb. Yep.
0: Then, then, he, then yeah, he started. Job. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then he
2: started. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. whenever I think about Michael Vick and coming back, that play – <laughs> is in
0: my mind. Right.
2: <laughs> Him and Deshaun Jackson. He yeah. just flipped just the wrist, yeah,
0: man. Off. And many people, as much as we talk about the Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, as much as we talk about that many people don't want Deshaun Watson back in the National Football League, the outcry when Michael Vick was signed by the Philadelphia Eagles dwarfs anything that people talk about when it comes to Deshaun Watson because so many people were so disgusted that Michael Vick was still not in jail much less coming back to the National Football League, the minute the Philadelphia Eagles signed him, people said they are out of their minds, this is terrible, da, da 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 Then when Michael Vick started playing like Michael Vick once again, that dissipated with a lot of people. So as much as people try to get on Deshaun Watson for what he did, I'm not trying to combine both situations, but can you imagine the outcry now, let's say Michael Vick and had that situation happen now in the age of social media? compared to back then, it'd be ridiculous. Even Dwarf with, with Deshaun Watson is going to have to deal with the minute he gets back on the football. Yeah, you
1: know? it, it is. And, and I said this yesterday at NFL Live, and I'll say it here on our show, is there's one thing that will cure all that. Oh. And that's him going out there mm-hmm. and playing and winning football games for the Cleveland Browns. Absolutely. And this is why the owner, Jimmy Haslett, said what he said yesterday about He's a star quarterback, and this is the reason we signed him and we understand how people feel. But he is a star (laughs) quarterback because, in other words, I'm trying to win, damn it. Exactly. And I've never had a guy like this. And, quite frankly, us as an organization have never had a guy like this. So I don't care what y'all saying. I'm going to give him the $230 million, and he's going to play when he's back, and we're going to win a whole lot of football games. So I think when, you know, that's the way they think. All The bottom line is – can you help me win? It's the National Football League. As I said before, National Football League, man. Yeah. They, they done, we didn't had all sorts of stuff in the National Football League, mm-hmm. whether it was Michael Vick and the dog incident, whether it was some of the things where individuals lost their lives, whether it was the Ben Roethlisberger situation. All of those individuals helped those organizations and those teams win games, and eventually continue to presume their NFL careers. And at the end of the day, Key, when it comes to a lot of these teams and
2: their owners, I'm not going to say all of them, but in these regards, it's all of them. It's about wins and losses. Yes. Can you win games? Are you losing games? Do we need to move on from who we have? But can you be productive? Can you be the player that we once seen you was in Houston Mm -hmm. and help raise this struggling franchise that we've had here in Cleveland for so long and take us to the promised land. Yeah. At the end of the day, they feel like if he can do that, oh, that's what they We'll weather we'll weather
1: this storm. That's what they bet on. They go to those NFL owner meetings and they walk around, and then some of those dudes got them big old rings on. Yep. Even though they got them, they got they all got them big old boats, them ships, <laughs> them, them three hundred footers. They all, all right. got those and them private jets. Uh-huh. But a lot of them don't have them rings, the Super Bowl yeah. rings. And yeah. so yeah. when they can go and they sitting in their little meetings and they having their little steak dinners and they doing this with the rings. Some of them dudes is jealous, and they're going to do whatever it takes to get one of those.
0: Jimmy Haslam reminded me. Remember the scene from Jerry Maguire when the guy's being led in handcuffs and he's yelling and cursing, and Jerry Maguire goes, all that matters is that he's a great athlete? That was Jimmy Haslam yesterday he's basically all that matters <laughs> is that Deshaun Watson is a star that, quarterback. That's why,
2: that's why I say, Freddie. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's just good just to to compartmentalize uh-huh. and relax, and then come with your statement yes. versus just
0: you yeah. we know we're
2: gonna jump out there and we're gonna say whatever. Yeah, right. Like, come a, on, a,
0: man. As my dad, Freddie Coleman Jr., would like to say, if you know a lot say little if you know more say less the Cleveland Browns apparently did not subscribe to that when it comes to Sean Watson when he gets back on the football field and that'll be against the Houston Texans in week 13 with Keyshawn Johnson and Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman or Keyshawn Jalen Will and Max and someone believes it would be dumb for the Cleveland Browns to not go after Jimmy Garoppolo with the Sean Watson being suspended for 11 games that person to join us at the key has this from NetSuite Live
1: if you don't know your numbers You don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over 31,000 businesses do know their numbers because, okay, let me start over again. Because they use NetSuite by Oracle, NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, planning, budgeting, and inventory. So you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system Right now, Netsuite is offering one-of-a-kind, flexible financing program. Head to NetSuites.com slash KJM. NetSuite.com slash
0: KJM. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are.
3: by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C e dot
0: Give you that sweet juice on Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as ESPN2. So the Cleveland Browns won't have Deshaun Watson for the first 11 games of 2022. Jacoby Brissett, this is now his team. This is now his kingdom. But Mike Tannebaum, ESPN front office inside, when he was on Barton Hahn, he says, The Browns, what should they do? Should they keep with uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, excuse me, or trade or sign another quarterback?
5: I think now that they have certainty, I think they have to strongly consider it because, for the reasons we just talked about, they have a really good football team. And now, what happens if, you know, D- Jacoby Brissett, you know, whatever, fill in the blank, high ankle sprain, you know, soft tissue injury, misses a couple games? Again, every game is so consequential in the NFL, and not to have a meaningful backup and to put your great roster in the hands of one of those two very unproven quarterbacks, I just don't think that's being responsible.
0: So Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joins us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. him on Twitter at Real Tannenbaum. So Mike, I'll start that cut you had on Barton Hahn yesterday. How much of that is leading you to say that why not go after Jimmy G if you're the Cleveland Browns?
5: Freddie, absolutely. From a football standpoint, it's a no-brainer. I like Jacoby Brissett. He's played really good football in the NFL. However, you have a good team this year, and you are one hit away from having to play Josh Rosen or Josh Dobbs, and you're chasing Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow in your own division. It's hard for me to think that... Through 11 games, you wouldn't be better served to have Jimmy Garoppolo as part of your quarterback room if you're the Cleveland Browns.
1: And Mike is 100% right from a football standpoint, no question about it. If you can get Jimmy Garoppolo to be the number two guy for pennies on the dollar, why not? I mean, you got a veteran guy who has experience from that standpoint, right? If you could do it, but they're not going to be able to do it because of draft capital, somebody will wind up trade for him or even – if he becomes a free agent and San Francisco releases him, somebody will pay him a certain amount of money that then would explode a Cleveland's quarterback room. You know, if you go in and you paying him, I don't know, call it fifteen plus million dollars. Now you're looking at a room from a salary cap standpoint that probably equates to seventy plus million dollars for a guy that's probably not going to play. And then, and Mike mentioned, you know, what if? Kobe Brissett gets a little bit of an ankle, a little bit of this or that. Well, what if Jimmy Garoppolo stub his toe? Because we know how injury prone he's been in his career in the National Football League. So you got to be careful with him. You know, and yeah, maybe this year's a punted year, Harry and, and Mike. Maybe it's a punted year for them if something happens to Kobe Brissett.
2: Yeah, Mike, and I I gotta ask you this. When you when you look at what transpired yesterday and the, the settlement that happened with Deshaun Watson and the NFL, uh what are your thoughts on that? And how do you think the Cleveland Browns moving forward should approach this and Deshaun Watson as well?
5: Yeah, Harry. When you watched the day unfold, I thought Deshaun Watson just lacked authenticity. We've all made mistakes. We've all apologized. It just seems like he was scripted, and he somewhat contradicted himself from what was in the statement to what he said. And what I hope moving forward, because, again, there were 24 women that have alleged sexual misconduct by Deshaun Watson, is by the time he comes back and he goes to rehab, the way he approaches things and what he says— In late November and early December, hopefully he'll have learned from what he said yesterday. Because I thought yesterday, again, it just didn't seem real or authentic in terms of what he said compared to what his statement was. And I think from a league standpoint, procedurally, guys, clearly the league wanted a much bigger suspension than the six games that Judge Robinson initially handed down as the jointly appointed hearings officer in terms of player discipline. But I think the decision the league made was, let's take 11 games and a $5 million fine because that gives us certainty. Because the league, the NFLPA certainly could have gone to federal district court. I don't think they would have won, in my opinion. But for the league, it does give them certainty.
1: Mike, do you think, and, and I know Andrew Berry, the general manager, uh, along with Haslam, the owner, said that they would, knowing what they know now, and they still would make the decision to trade for Deshaun Watson. Do you believe that? As a former front office executive, do you believe that?
5: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, what we'll never know, Key, is what did they know then compared to what did they learn now in terms of the number of accusations or all the offenses? Um, We'll we'll never know. And I just think what Jimmy Haslam said, I, I thought his most candid answer watching yesterday was when he said yeah we're doing this because he's a franchise quarterback I mean again we have to remind people it was 24 allegations that is a lot of allegations of serious sexual misconduct so I don't know what they knew ahead of time I don't know what they learned but um, look moving forward you just hope that he learns from the mistakes that he made and again I just felt like Watching the day unfold yesterday, it, it, it seemed to get worse. Based on the more Deshaun Watson talk, I don't still think he realizes um, all the you know all his transgressions compared to what he said in a statement.
1: Let's move from one franchise quarterback to another. Uh, young Justin Fields last night played just one series in the game. He drove the team down the field. They capped it off on a field goal, despite really not. I don't. Didn't really have a whole lot around him at all hmm. in terms of offensive weapons. Did Based on what you've seen in that little bitty snippet, did he
5: improve to you in his second year? Key, he has, but I think he has no chance. They drafted a lineman in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round. They were the worst offensive line in of football a year ago. I'm worried if I'm Justin Fields, that he's going to turn into David Carr. Mm. If you don't have a good offensive line for a young quarterback, it doesn't matter if you have Equinemius St. Brown, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, it doesn't matter. He's not going to make it through 17 games. And job one, two, and three for the Chicago Bears is the offensive line. I would have taken the offensive line coach. I would have kicked everybody else outside of that draft room and say, fellas, we'll see you in 2023 or 2024. Because if we can't protect... Justin Fields, nothing matters. He is our future, and his health and safety and development is paramount.
2: Mike T., I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you. I'm worried about the young man. Uh, I know he's talented, but look at what transpired last year in the offensive line. Look at what I've seen in the first two preseason games, offensive line-wise. Just about every time Justin Fields dropped back last night, he had to try to scramble some sort of way and get away from pressure. And I just think the organization did him a disservice Uh, not going at the top guys offensive line-wise in free agency. And you did mention that they drafted guys, but I'm not – if I know I have a franchise quarterback, drafting guys in the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th round on the offensive line to play this year, I I just think doesn't do it. So I also thought that they did him a disservice trying to get him playmakers around him. So I think this year I'm praying and hoping that Justin Fields can come out of this season healthy, um, but he's going to have to try to – I think have small wins and and not necessarily – I mean, every competitor wants to win football games, but I think if he can find small wins within his play, that will be a success for me this season for Justin Fields.
5: Harry, I totally agree. And Joe Burrow was the exception to the rule a year ago because the Bengals' offensive line was terrible. To their credit, they fixed it. But, you know, you go back even to Tom Brady – what was the most important thing for him? getting Ryan Jensen back now? He's gotten hurt, and yeah. we'll see how that unfolds. But here's the greatest of all time. Like He needs a firm pocket, and when you're a young quarterback, you want to make your pocket as clean and as firm as possible.
1: You know, let him get beat up this year. Let him get beat up a little bit this year. Just hope that he doesn't get hurt. They got about $130 million in the salary cap for next year. There'll be a lot of players in free agency. Chicago's a strong destination. He needs to learn. I don't think... You mentioned car, Mike. I don't think he's a car guy because mentally up here, he's strong. He understands what position he's been in. He was in at the University of Georgia. He understood that. He left to go to Ohio State. He understood that. Now he's in Chicago. So they got money to spend next year, and I think that that's their plan. Everybody has a different plan in the NFL, and I think their plan is to see what they got and then spend that money wildly in free agency next year.
5: Yeah, you just hope he makes it to next year, yeah, Keith. Yeah. yeah, well, that's, that's, that's yeah. a great that's long-term be my plan. Next thing. I, I, yeah, I love it, and and hopefully, like, there's so much good in his game. You want to see him hit his ceiling. You just don't want to have it be where again his eye level starts looking at the rush because he yes. just you know to Harry's point, five-step drop, 7 stop drop. Uh, you know, he just doesn't see a, a, a really firm pocket right now. And you just hope that doesn't manifest itself into bad habits long term.
0: Mike, before we let you get out of here, you mentioned Tom Brady and you guys mentioned that he needs a pocket. Everybody needs that. at The quarterback position. How concerned should the Buccaneers be that there is no set timetable for Tom Brady returning to this organization in preseason?
5: Yeah, Freddie, if you asked me a few days ago, I didn't think it was a big deal. But every day he's not back, you know, you start getting a little bit more perplexed. Julio Jones is new. Kyle Rudolph is new. And, look, it's Tom Brady. If anyone's going to get the benefit of the doubt, it's him. But at some point, this becomes a very significant development.
0: Mike, always a pleasure, my friend. Give me the great work. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot.
5: All right. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Mike Tannenbaum,
0: ESPN, NFL front office inside. Hit him on Twitter, Real Tannenbaum. Joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, thanks to Boost Mobile, a proud sponsor of the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. With Boost Mobile, feel the power of more money in your pocket on one of America's largest 5G networks. With Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman. On Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, and the Pittsburgh Steelers did something that got plenty of their fans way too excited. It is Keyshawn J. Will and Max on your ESPN radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2, and also on your smart speaker, Just Play Play ESPN Radio with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Let's bring in a little Pittsburgh Series report from the always talented Brooke Pryor. Hit her on Twitter, BE Pryor, joining us on set in the seaport with Harry and Keyshawn Brooke. I'm going to start with. Kenny Pickett looked really good in his first preseason game. People are ready to put the yellow jacket on and put him in can when it comes to that after that first preseason game. He's going to get more reps with the varsity, according to Mike Tomlin, head coach. What do you think of that development at plenty of Steelers fans getting way too excited about that move by the Pittsburgh Steelers?
6: Yeah, I think let's let's slow our roll a little
0: bit here. Uh, he's not he's not getting the gold jacket.
6: Me and Brooke
1: on the
0: same page. doo yeah. yeah. for ninety five yeah. yards. Calm down. <laughs> Against let the, the, let the
3: church say amen. In the second half of a preseason game. Like, yes. Look, I
6: I I was excited. It's the most engaged I've been in the fourth quarter of a preseason game. Um, but let's be realistic here. He's not starting week one. He yeah. would something. Would he would have to have an out of body experience? Yeah. And Mitch Trubisky would also have to have an out of body experience in the opposite direction. Yes. For that to happen, I mean, and look, Kenny Pickett has looked better than he looked in the first, you know, rookie mini camp, early in camp, all of that. And I asked Mike Tomlin about that, and he laughed out loud. He's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's what he's supposed to do, right? <laughs> guys. If he wasn't doing that, that would be an issue. But he's not." He's not going to start week one. Even though it would be a great, like, Yinzer fairy tale, it's not happening.
1: Yeah, I, I, I personally, and you're you you you're there, Brooke, on the ground, seeing it every single day, but from a distance in my eyes, I don't think he starts at all this year. Me personally, I don't think he gets on the field at all because I think in-game action in the preseason is different than in-game action in the regular season. You're playing against frontline guys versus backups. It's a totally different situation if Mitch Trubisky's played against frontline guys. He understands what real NFL game speed is versus college game speed. So is Kenny Pickett going to turn out to be great? We don't know. But right now, he won't be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers until something happens, like Brooke said.
2: Brooke, I got to ask you about that wide receiving core because I'm close with a guy who coaches that group, Frisman Jackson. He coached me while I was in Tennessee. And then again, he was doing an internship my rookie year in Atlanta. Um, I'm very high on Frizz. I think he brings a different dimension to the game. He can see it from a lot of different angles as well. Uh, But when you see a guy like George Pickens to go along with Deontay Johnson, uh, um, Calvin Austin III, right, and the Chase Claypool, how good do you think this wide receiver group can be this year if those guys can stay in unison and do things that they're supposed to do?
6: I mean, I think they're going to be really, really good. And and I – I am also trying to temper my expectations because it's the preseason. I've seen these guys, you know, against air or light coverage in practice, but George Pickens is the real deal. And -hmm. and I think the Steelers had an idea of that when they drafted him, but still, he was a guy coming off an ACL injury. So you don't quite know exactly what you're getting, especially, you know, some guys come off an ACL injury and they're never the same player. Devin Bush is a prime example of that. George Pickens picked up right where he left off. His body control, to me, is the most impressive thing. For a guy that size, that lanky, I mean, he still is so tight in his body control. His hands, his feet, he's doing all of the fundamental things right. And so, when you add him, Claypool, who I think will be in the slot, Deontay Johnson, looks good, too. I mean, this is kind of an embarrassment of riches a little bit in this receiver core, um, which is impressive, especially considering they lost Juju Smith-Schuster. They lost Ray-Ray Ray Ray McLeod, who's not like a headline guy by any means, but he filled a role for them last year. And then let's also add Gunnar Olszewski, who I thought was just going to be a punt returner, but he's been kind of somewhat of a security blanket for Kenny Pickett, who I agree I don't think that he's going to start this year, but he's still shown that he can – uh, have a role in the offense and not just be a special team. Can, can I
2: tell you what I like the most about George Pickens?
6: Please.
2: He's a dog. <laughs> he is a dog. He's
6: not a little puppy. Brr, he's a
2: little, ur, ur. He's a dog. Easy to DMX. And, 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 and When you look at the run game, right, he don't take plays off. He, he's actually trying to embarrass DBs. And I go back to a play against Michigan in the semifinals game this year when he was at Georgia. Dax Hill, who went in the first round, right, uh, secondary player, he punked him. Knocked him down on the ground and then told the sideline of Michigan to be quiet. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen a play like that in the preseason game. He don't take plays off. You know he's a guy that you can count on and you want him on that front line with you game in a game up.
6: He is that dude. He is, I mean, his attitude, everything, he's a prankster, he's a jokester, he fits right in with the group. But, like, when he's on the field, just there, he plays at a different level. You're right, he has that dog in him.
2: Brooke. He's a key. Tump, key gonna point at him talking about something like me.
1: Wow! <laughs> hey, what's wrong with that? But the Steelers have always had a way of understanding the receiver position, yep. of historically, or whatnot. How does the Deshaun Watson <clears throat> situation, Brooke, eleven-game suspension, change the landscape in the North AFC North?
6: I think it opens a door for the Steelers. Um, I've thought that they were being overlooked throughout this preseason because they don't have the headliner at quarterback. Well, now neither does Cleveland, at least for the first 11 games. Um, I think that's significant because I think the Steelers have more talent than a last-place team, but the rest of the division had a lot of talent, too, that it was kind of like, well, where else are they going to go? This opens the door for the Steelers – not to finish last to be in the conversation um, for you know a first or second place team. I mean, I think some things would really have to break their way, but you get that in coach Mike Tomlin, like he helps things break the Steelers' way. So, I mean, they the only time the Steelers could face Deshaun Watson is in the last week of the season. Um, which I mean, for all the drama, everything I think that that it feels like with the NFL drama and how much it loves that, that's definitely going to happen. Uh, but I, I do think that, that this opens the door for the. Super you
1: know what's so funny is every. It, it, look, I get it. They went to the Super Bowl. Yay for the Bengals. <laughs> wow. But everybody.
0: It's so easy to get the Super Bowls according to Keyshawn Johnson. No, huh? it's not. <clears throat>
1: but everybody seems to think that Cincinnati, by the way, was 10 and 7. They were not 17 and 0. That all of a sure? sudden, this team is ran away with the division. And they did not run away with the division. It took Lamar Jackson <clears throat> to be hurt correct, for them to run away with the to win the division. Now you look at the situation where there's no Deshaun, there's Jacoby Brissett, Lamar's coming back. I don't know that Pittsburgh can't win the division with Mr. Bisky at quarterback. I don't know that they can't.
6: I don't I don't think that it's that crazy to think that they could because they have guys like George Pickens, like Najee Harris. Look at the defense. TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Miles Jack, Cam Hayward. I mean, they are too talented. I've said this, you know, all offseason to finish in last place. They have the talent <laughs> to finish in first place. Um and and they don't need a quarter, they don't need a headliner quarterback. They just need a guy that's not going to lose them games. That's not going to put them in a bad position. Which is why I think that that they will go with Mitch Trubisky because he does that for them. He he's a vet. He understands how to play the game. He can be a game manager and let the other guys shine, and I and he can throw the ball down the field more than two yards. So that's that's really exciting for the <laughs> offense as a whole.
2: But here, here's the question marks for me, is that offensive line? Because you want to run the football, you can't be 28th in doing that. That O-line has to be better in doing so. I also think when you have a mobile or mobile quarterbacks, that also helps the run game. But you look at their skill position players, and Najee Harris and Pat Frymout and those receivers that we talked about, they have players in place. The offensive line has just just has to be better, and then defensively, you can't be last against the run as well.
6: No, you cer- you certainly cannot. And it's crazy to think the Steelers, a team that is built on some smash mouth football. I mean, they want to get down to the trenches. They just got run over last year. I mean, it can't get any worse, right? I mean, but <laughs> yeah. th- then again, we said that about the O line two years ago, Uh or from last year, two years ago to last year, and it it did not get any better. But this time they actually made some moves, brought some guys in, moved Kendrick Green out to guard instead of trying him at center again because that was a failed experiment. So I think that they are making some more promising moves to give a better O-line to Mitch Trubisky. How
1: many, quick, quick, real quick for me, Brooke, how many wins does Mike Tomlin account for?
6: I think at least three or four. Mm Mm-hmm. A, a season, honestly. I mean, when, when you look at years like the Mason Rudolph-Duck Hodges year, they had no Ooh. business even <laughs> being in the conversation True, late Hodges, in the season.
2: A.K.A. Duck. Yeah. Duck. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if yeah. a guy
6: named Duck is winning you football games, yeah. that's not just the quarterback, that's the coach. Yeah. No, I
2: don't think so.
0: Yeah, but I don't my, know if
2: he's in the league. I don't think so.
6: I don't, I don't believe
0: so. But a name like Duck Hodges, he should still be in the league, but that's just me. That's it just might be my world. Maybe the at best. Yeah, XFL. Yeah, 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 maybe XFL. Yeah, no. maybe the EFL, but the Empire Football League, but not the National or Football Duck, League. Or Duck
2: in the National Football League. <laughs> yeah.
0: When you got a Chuck and Duck, that's not good if you're a quarterback playing any position in the NFL. Brooke, Grace, as always, my friend, take care and be well, all right? Thanks. Thank you. Brooke Pride, ESPN, Pittsburgh Steelers, reporter here on Twitter, BE Pride, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN App, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPN 2. And this quarterback has plenty of talent, but he's maybe on the worst team potentially in the NFC. How much of that could keep him from being great? That's next. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right.
4: slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash unsportsmanlike.
7: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more.
0: Don't forget about an AL East Uh, rivalry tomorrow night as the Yankees host the Toronto Blue Jays presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 6.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and also ESPN2. Also listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio. So Justin Fields, (laughs) you going to be okay there? (laughs) You going to be okay there? Doing your feel of belly That's what you're doing? You stick to humming, Key.
1: Uh, I'm I mean, I you, trying to you, to you stick to humming now. Wow. <laughs> now, nah, I didn't man. grow up. You better leave me alone. Man. Yeah, but better, you better get <laughs> off and of I Harry. Didn't grow up in no choir, boy. All of
0: a sudden, the five heartbeats just broke out here in Keyshawn J. with the max <laughs> involved in both of these two. Justin Fields, there's no doubt about his talent. There's no doubt about anybody's mind. But many people are wondering, and we raised this question, Mike Tannenbaum, ESPNFL front office insider, when he's about 30 minutes ago in terms of not having the right pieces around him when it comes to the offensive line and how much he's really key, going to have to overcome the lack of talent that's going to be in front of him trying to keep him upright and make sure he can be a productive quarterback in his second year with a new coaching staff.
1: Well, as long as he can stay upright and and stay healthy, his skill set should keep him out of harm's way to a degree. I mean, Mooney at the receiver and, and Equinini St. Brown. It's not, look, they didn't go into this plan saying we're getting ready to, to win the, the NFC North. Mm-hmm. They went into this plan saying basically we're getting ready to strip it, strip it all the way down to the studs and rebuild it back up. And one of our foundational pieces is Justin Fields. And if you got that piece still intact, you'll be able to build it. The way that they need to, they got about 125 million dollars or so allocated toward the 2020-23 uh, salary cap next spring. There'll be a number of free agent players that that could certainly help this roster that will be out there available to go to Chicago. Chicago has been a destination for free agents in the past. And I don't see why they would be any different, especially when you got a young quarterback. And I know, Harry, a lot of people think, well, you know, mentally he's going to be fragile. They're going to beat him up. He's a, No, he's not. No, they're not. As long as he's healthy and he don't get, like, some yeah. catastrophic career-ending type injury, right. he'll be fine. And I know, based on the offensive line, it's like, well, no, but I don't think that way. And I'm sure yeah. they don't think that way. They're thinking – we can get him the next spring, we're going to be fine. And I, I got to say this, and, I, and I've i been a guy, I've been critical of
2: the moves that they, the lack of the moves that they didn't make this year. But at the same time, I will say this about Ryan Poles. They do have to break down what was going on with the old regime. And Rome is not built in one day. And I do know they have a plan. Um, I just would have seen at least one guy on that offensive line mm-hmm. get brought in from a free agent standpoint, a one skill position player, get brought in but the future but I, like, I, I'm giving you the key I'm saying like Rome Rome isn't built in one day Right. right. I, I understand that
0: but, but his confidence won't be wrecked by what's not right no, around no, him no, no 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 yeah and you can I, even he tell he's not built like that yeah and you can even tell when he talked to Laura Rutledge of ESPN after the first drive last night that Justin Fields may not have a lot around him but he's not going to lack for confidence
6: we got Justin Fields here you're watching the game and I understand that but I do want to ask you about what you did in your time out there because the big emphasis from the coaching staff was your comfortable in the pocket. So how'd you feel?
0: Felt pretty good out there. You know, uh, I'm glad we got points on the board. So, uh, of course, we wanted to get a touchdown, but, you know, we're just going to keep working and keep getting better. He's not going to be an up and down kind of guy. What I mean by that is he's going to do everything. They stay even keel, no matter what's going on. It could be him putting out a fire one possession or the fire gets him in the next possession, but he's not going to lose his religion. And that's exactly what you need if you're building around a guy like that, if you're the Chicago Bears. Well,
1: the one thing that I saw last night, Freddie, is that they call the right plays for him to be successful. There you Mm -hmm. go. You know, in in putting him on the perimeter, allowing him to set his feet, shoulders square, delivering the football on the crosser to the tight end, that's the sort of stuff that I want to see. Is this little things like that that make you believe, okay, he's going to be okay. They see the same things that we see. And you can't help but to think that moving forward, he's only going to continue to get better. Where Matt Nagy almost refused to do some of those things a year ago, or else the process could have been sped up just slightly. And that that was my my take from it last night, seeing them actually
2: call certain things that fit Justin Fields' skill set because there was a lack of that last year with Matt Nagy. Um, I love the first play of the game, though. Keith, you call a screen to your to to your mm-hmm. tight end. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, Cole Komet gets a first down on the very first play, like you mentioned, getting him on the edge. You got him on a on a on a on a bootleg. He hit the crosser, but I love the way he flipped his hips and then yeah. shot that thing oh, in yeah. there. Absolutely, like so that let me know right there that this regime understands who Justin Fields is and what they need to do offensively for him to be productive from a play-calling standpoint.
1: There a lot of young quarterbacks, when you when you put the ball in the belly of the running back, you pull it out, you pivot around, and on the rollout portion of it, a lot of young quarterbacks never take the time to pause, flip the hips, get the shoulders squared, deliver it. They continue to run toward the sideline mm-hmm. and, and just throw flick the ball. That's where they get into trouble at. So mm-hmm. a year ago, that would have happened with him. You can certainly see that things have changed in a short period of time, with his ability and his mechanics, one hundred percent.
0: I still wish the New York Jets had drafted the second pick in the draft. I tell people all the they time got they got
1: their quarterback man.
0: <laughs> oh, oh really? Yeah, they Zach do? Wilson.
1: They took Zach Wilson with the second pick in the draft.
0: Okay, sarcasm. Thy name is Keyshawn Johnson. No, Keyshawn th- you said you wish they would have taken a quarterback. No, I said no. I said I wish they'd taken Justin Fields with oh, the second pick I in the draft. Oh, I thought you said
1: you wish they would have taken a no, quarterback. No,
0: no, no. I'm glad they took a. I'm, I wish they'd <laughs> taken that quarterback because. We've seen this before that sometimes a quarterback's success with another team affects a team that didn't draft that guy. And the Jets could be in the same position. you
1: wanted them to take Justin Fields. I got it now. You didn't want Zach Wilson because he's no good. I got it. (laughs) I knew
0: knew the sarcasm was there. I knew Mr. Sarcastic was there. It only took about 30 seconds before the head of Mr. Sarcasm really decided to show up because Justin Fields is the kind of person that when you have a guy that goes through tough times, he's going to be wise. Harry, he and I have had this discussion, and believe me. Very productive at Ohio State. Justin (laughs) Fields. National championship Justin
1: Fields, Trevor Long. Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Justin Fields. Hmm. (laughs) Throw of the pro day season versus a guy who can't (laughs) read coverages. The way we need him to. Uh, we're going to take the guy who throws the ball well in shorts. The New York Jets select Zach Wilson. <laughs> missed it. They missed the opportunity, man. Freddie, it's okay, Freddie. Freddie, no, I get to. Fred, Freddie, the Falcons
2: are up here. They're practicing uh, against the Jets uh-huh. today and actually tomorrow, and they play against them Monday night. So right. I'm going tomorrow to check them out. And then I'm uh, beat, going to be to the game Monday. Because by the time I get there, practice will be over.
0: Put it this way it's oh, never good. Work. It's never going to work. No,
2: I'm you. done at ten, yeah. but practice will be over by yeah. the time I get over there, Key. Yeah. You act like it take ten minutes to get there. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday traffic Friday. in New
0: York. Yeah. Good luck with that.
2: I think start at nine thirty. I believe nine thirty yeah. or ten. By the Damn. time
0: by the time he gets there, it's going to be one thirty on Friday in New York during the summer. I, I don't know. I- yeah, you're a California <laughs> guy. You're flying home after you know this.
2: Key's yeah.
0: yeah. you know, Key he'll from be LA. Yeah, <laughs> Key Key will be in LA sooner than you'll get to that practice for the Falcons and the Jets and he's going cross-country. Even he <laughs> knows right, that. Enough of that. Yeah, right. Enough bashing. Yeah, we won't do that anymore, at least not until Monday here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson and Harry Douglas. and Freddie Coleman. How the words second chance was the wrong thing to say when it came to Sean Watson and the Cleveland Browns. This is ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast.